Don't leave it to the Judges Podcast. The Samurai with Patty Broken Skull, as usual. Patty. What's up, man? Uh, what is this fight? Is this Stipe Cormier 5? Which one is we? What are we looking at? I wish it was, actually. This is the uh, UFC on ESPN 23, and we're back at the Apex after being in Florida, sold out 15,000. We're back to the silent crowd in Vegas. And here we are with a bunch of fighters. I have no idea who a lot of these people are yeah so, uh, that's how i felt about the last card but at least they showed up you know you mm-hmm. some of these dudes showed up you're like who the fuck was that oh okay i'll remember him but uh, that crowd yeah. was very very entertaining oh and they helped they made it, dude oh, imagine yes. if they were there when the injuries happened not the leg break <laughs> but the, the eye poke where the fights stopped and they could have oh. kept going except for Blau. You know, the uh, Aljo, the crowd would have been letting that dude hear it. Yeah, he might have been you, pressured he to post it on social media after that. <laughs> well, we started off with the featherweight fight. Luke Sanders versus Philippe Calaris. And uh, both of these guys, man, this is one of those, the losers out of here. Uh, Sanders, he's lost four of his last six fights. Uh, Philippe, he's lost two of his two of his three in the UFC. He's lost. Only win was a split decision. I'm going with Philippe a toss-up who knows yeah i went with philippe on this one as well i don't really know much about either one of these guys i mean the same thing with the next several fights but go ahead and anyone listening if you go into the show notes you can join the group and make your picks along with us uh this next fight a middleweight bout we have andreas mahalideas versus kb bowler and uh, I went with Andreas. He's uh, a Greece man. He's from Greece, the Spartan. Went with him. Both these guys are coming off of knockout losses in their only UFC fight. Yeah, I think uh, I don't know why, but I like uh, the KB Bueller guy. Uh, this one is fully on appearance alone. Uh, he looks like a vagabond. You know, he looks like he's had to fight for an apple or two in his life, which, you know, it's all about where you're from. <laughs> he, he reminds me when I'm watching, looking up videos to find out how the hell to pronounce some of these people's names. Uh-huh. I always come across this one guy, like most of the time, that pronounces the names of the fighters. He kind of looks like this guy a little bit. <laughs> Is it Ariel Hawani? No, no, it's not. Him. <laughs> it's someone, it, it, he doesn't even have his name on there. It's like oh, wow. um, how to say fighters' names or some, some shit like that. Um, right. Uh, next up, though, we have uh, Lomo, Luke Boonmi versus Sam Hughes. Uh, and this is a girl fight, even though neither name would, would tell you that. Uh, five and two for both of these ladies. 75% went with Loma. And uh, I'm going with Loma as well. Why? I don't know. This this is a terrible fight. <laughs> this is definitely going to a decision, more than likely. Uh, I wanted to tell you something about this Loma that I discovered when I was researching her. She fought on a card. I, I watched her get her arm. I thought her arm was going to get snapped in half. Like Sandhagen? Yeah. yeah. She, was some, she got submitted in the arm bar. 
but this was called Full Metal Dojo 16, Big Trouble in Little Bangkok. And I am going to put out the the poster for the show. It's just fucking hilarious looking. I don't even know how to describe it. This at all. Is it only females or is it just another? No, woman? it's um, no, it's males and females. Oh, wow. and, and by the way, the winner of the fight got a samurai sword. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Is it gold? <laughs> like, <laughs> what are we doing? Oh, but I will, I will put that on Instagram feed the uh, that fight poster because it's hilarious. And that is don't leave it to the judges pod on Instagram. Um, next up, though, guys, we got, uh, you know, another banger. I don't know. Uh, Kai Kamaka, the third versus TJ Brown, eight and three for Kai, 14 and eight for TJ. Uh, I got Kai Kamaka on this one. I have him as well. I don't know why TJ Brown's even in the UFC. He's he's fourteen and eight. He's did he's you lost say Brown or Dillashaw? <laughs> I don't even think TJ Brown belongs in the UFC. That's yeah. I don't remember him at all <laughs> from any previous action. The next fight we have a featherweight uh, Gabriel Benitez versus Jonathan Pierce. Pierce is one and one in the UFC. The only fight. He's one was against Kamaka from the previous fight. You're talking about Jonathan Pierce? Yes, yes. The only yeah. one he's won in the UFC. That's probably why I remember his face a little more. I went with him in this fight. I don't know. Ooh, I went with Benitez, even though he's lost two of his last three. Um, he's yeah. been around a while, man. He's been in the UFC since 2014. I feel like I've seen him. He's he's one of these guys that looks like a WWE character, like a Rico Suave. You know, <laughs> he, would, he would come out in feathers and maybe a boa or something. Hey, Enrico Suave, but he's an actual fighter. Um, I do think this one could be a sleeper fight on the card, though. I feel like these guys could go in there and, and get after it. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Who knows? We'll see what happens. But because we do got a bunch of snoozers coming up, we got Ronda Marcos. <laughs> we got Ronda Marcos versus uh, Luana Pin- uh, Pinheiro. Yes, uh, Pinheiro. Wow, what a shit record for Ronda Marcos. Yes. She's so, like, you just remember her because she's got this dyed red hair and she's mm-hmm. a grappler. But she's 10, 11, and 1. Any male fighter not coming to the UFC with that no, record. They're done. No. Uh, eight and one for uh, Luana, but here's the trouble. Samurai, I got Ronda. <laughs> I also have Ronda. <laughs> yeah. And She's I'll good. tell you why. She can't be consistent, though. She cannot be. But uh, Pin Hero, her opponents, I added up all of her opponents' records 29 wins and 36 losses. I think she's only fought one person that had a winning record. And that was in their contender series fight that she won. So, Promising. Uh, yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, I'll add this one if you want. Uh, right. uh, Pollyanna Botello versus Luana Carolina. Um, eight and three for Pollyanna. Um, 82% picked her. Six and two for Luana. And uh, I went with uh, Pollyanna. I went the other way. I know she's got two losses in her last three fights, but who knows? Actually yeah. wrote that too. Who knows? This oh, we'll see. they'll be champions one day. Luiana, maybe one Luiana is gonna win. Yeah, no telling. <laughs> now on to some fights I'll watch. Um, <laughs> Marab Davilishvili versus Cody Stamen, uh, nineteen and three for old Cody Stamen, um, and um, twelve and four for Davilishvili. Uh, what's really funny about this guy? Uh, he's one of these guys I keep confusing for Volkanovski. I thought he had already been a champion and what have you. He's Got a similar fighting style. Stamen and him, this could be the sleeper fight. 
even though this was completely planned. You see what I'm saying? There's a difference mm-hmm. between the fights that are like, ooh, it doesn't really matter, that become bangers in comparison to this one where you, you should expect it, right? You want them to be bangers. They come out and do okay. But I got a Davilishvili. And I said it right three wow. times in a row. I don't care what you really, said. you really have him. Wow, <laughs> I picked Cody. Standing, I, I had to go with him. I mean, uh, even even though. Uh, well, here's what I like about this fight, Sammy. People went 44 and 56 on the picks, right? Which is mm-hmm. great. What I like here is win or loss, both of these guys can still move up because of the. I just okay. feel that that's the opportunity in this division right now. It's kind of wide open. You got Dillashaw falling out of fights. You got uh, uh, Sandhagen moving up. You got Aljo fucking around. It's very strange. I think there's a, there's just an opportunity for all of these guys like this that have been kind of right around the gatekeeper space or a little above it to really just shoot up for a title shot because the UFC is going to start recognizing the lack of contender fights, actual dudes that deserve to be there. It's only fair that the number one guy should get the next title shot. It shouldn't matter who it is, but it does matter. And that's the worst part about it. That's why you get to see Conor McGregor fight Poirier three times. That's why you got Chuck Liddell versus Tito Ortiz six times. You know, it's just, it's a money game. And people need to start recognizing that and stop pretending like this is just some average sport. You know, this is, if people are throwing money at this, look at, look at the Weidman fight and then think if you ever want to bet on fights. Because that is how quickly and how strange it can end. 17 seconds, dude breaks his leg. This is the only sport that happens at and the get and it's over. It doesn't happen anywhere else. You can break your hand in boxing in the in the first round. You're still gonna fight the other eleven. You know what I'm saying? Football. Dude breaks his leg. They got a sub. Fighting. Dude broke his leg. It's over and he loses. <laughs> he loses a leg. <laughs> you see what I'm didn't even have Very a strike weird. in that fight. But I, I don't know. I feel like this this is this is one of those divisions again, like the 55ers, because these are 145ers, I believe, maybe even 135. Um, the little guys, man, they're still doing it. They bring the heat. Every time it's you can't look away, even if they're not knocking dudes out, they come in and I, I like I like watching them. I, I just bring that up because people wanted to give the, those small guys crap for not finishing fights. And I'll tell you mm-hmm. what, I'd rather watch an unfinished 125 male fight than an unfinished female fight, at, even for a title. <laughs> like, they're they're smaller guys, at least they're moving around, that's grappling, I mean. grappling around. Yeah. There's They'll a lot try. of action, they might yeah. not finish it. They don't have the power, but damn, that's a lot of but action. Sometimes going when on. they do finish, it's it's some of the most dramatic finishes because you're like, that was so much power. Like Corey Sandhagen on Frankie Edgar was a surprise. <laughs> that was <laughs> a surprise. Sure, Frankie sure. was even like, I don't even know what happened that day. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's a surprise. Anyways, go ahead. All right. So uh, the next fight, a middleweight, uh, Sean Strickland versus Chris, Christophe Yatko. Christoph Jotko, I believe. Um, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm going with Strickland. He's won yeah, his last three. Strickland. I mean, he's a badass. He is. That's my opinion. He's one of these guys that looks like 99% of other fighters. Just a bald, tall, fit guy. He might be a swimmer. Uh, but he's got – he can fight. He really like can. He's been he's like around a, a while too. Exactly. The only thing was is he was off for – what, he had a two-year layoff or something like that from an injury? Um, I don't I think remember. a motorcycle accident, I believe. There you go. Mm-hmm. So one – and these are – 185ers, even maybe 205. Jotko was in 205 there for a minute. What do you think? This is is a middleweight fight here. Okay, so 185. Interesting. uh, Again, it's not as if Jotko's going to be fighting for a title at any point in the UFC, but he's got a cool name. He looks like a monster, but much like that other guy that's a Russian that came in and just got mauled, didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. What's his name? 
uh, Mika, is it Mika, whatever? You remember he, I picked him in one of these other fights and he came out and didn't even really throw a punch. Yeah. I forget who, <laughs> yeah. I forget who he was fighting, but he reminds me of that guy. Uh, Misha Serkinov is the other dude oh, and okay. he fought, didn't do anything at all. And yet you got 44 year old Avlosky like guys, come on. <laughs> You know, uh, but yeah, I went with Sean Strickland here too. I think he's okay. one of these guys, these guys that people aren't paying attention to yet. And they're, they're going to have to, I think it's going to get real dramatic in this fight because again, they both have really good records, compelling records for the division where it's like, these guys should be top 10 and you know, Tyron Woodley still exists. Anyways. Um, <laughs> I'll take this one as Ion Kutalaba versus Dustin Jacoby and Dustin Jacoby. He is one of two fighters on his card. That's been knocked out by King Mo. But uh, anyway, Jacoby's one is he's got four straight wins, and uh, uh, Ion's been knocked out in his last two fights. I went with Jacoby. Yeah, this is Ion's last fight. This is, he's out. If he loses this fight, he's out. Even if he wins, he's probably out. So I went with Jacoby as well. I don't have much backing him or any real validation other than Kutalaba's not he's not shit. Like all that barking that he did against that one guy, and then came in and just looked. Hey man, are you new? <laughs> are you new here? Is this your first time? Yeah, I was I was devastated. Uh, <laughs> so Dustin Jacoby there. Uh, then we got Cub Swanson, old mm-hmm. vet Cub Swanson with a 27 and 11 record. Okay. Giga <laughs> chickadees. <laughs> just a somebody just put letters together on this dude's birth certificate. Jija, uh, Jiga. Yeah. It's like, it's like Giga, like a Giga coaster. <laughs> yeah, he's a monster, though. He's a scary guy. He's just a little inconsistent for me, but I also went with him. Yeah, I, w- I went with him also. Cub Swanson, that's who, in my opinion, is inconsistent. We don't know what Cub Son- Swanson's going to show up. Yep. So that's exactly what I wrote down. Which Cub will we see? So, yeah, anyway. I hate that, too, because a guy like him should have been. I like right him, up. man. I like him yeah. when he's he, on. He should have been up there, man. <laughs> He should be up there fighting Donald Cerrone and shit again, not mm-hmm. Diego Sanchez. You know, like, and Cub, he has, he's marketable. He's a scary looking kid. He is, he's 130 pounds, like, which is fine. I get it. Chad Mendes. We'll see. I mean, he's um, will come out and look very impressive. Depends on he, which Cubs shows up. This is what's interesting about this matchup is because Giga is in a perfect position to get. Essentially, Cub could be in the position of the gatekeeper at this fight or the next. It just depends. But what if he wins? What if he wins and he wins dramatically? Mm-hmm. Because again, the inconsistency, they're going to, they're not giving him a title shot right after this. He's going to, he might get a top contender if he beats him, but that even then these, these old cats we've been watching for, like I said, Diego versus Donald, you're not fighting for a title. Either one no. of you at any point coming up soon. Okay. This is they're you watch this because of the nostalgia, right? These guys fighting finally. Oh my God, it's going to be incredible. And then someone's going to break their leg or poke someone in the eye. That's just, that's just what the sport brings to you. And you have to look for those things as well. But to be an actual fan, even if there's nothing on the line for those two and there's not really, Oh, I'm going to move up or go down. It's still bring it. And I feel like some fighters aren't doing that. Like I've said before about, you know, I, I think I might even mentioned about Nunes, and people fighting Nunez where it's like they they only have the drive when it's there's something of value to gain. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. a, a number six seed fighting a number three seed, there's a gain there. So he's going to come in better. Why? Why not just be g- consistent always? Come in there, throwing hammers always. 
instead of just, oh, well, there's a title on the line. So now I'm going to be at my best. I'm going to train harder. I'm going to be in six days a week. It's, it's, that's the difficult part about being a fan of the sport because you, it's hard to pick a fighter. Like, I fucking love that guy. He's doing it. He's my favorite fighter. And they're like, oh, he punched a guy in a bar. <laughs> like, what? You know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. It's so weird because they're just still human beings, but they're not the professional athlete that the world is so accustomed to seeing. You know, we're like, oh, you know, LeBron James, he, he owns other sports teams. He, he conducts himself very well. Such an admirable idol for young kids. And you're like, Mike Perry fights guys in, in uh, Perkins. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, bro, how do I, how do I keep rooting for you then? It's just weird. Uh, but, yeah, let's go ahead, man, with this uh, main event. I, I like this one because I haven't seen a lot out of Yuri. Okay. Dominic Reyes, the light heavyweight fight. Uh, Yuri. I think pro, it's Portaka. Pro Hazaka. Pro Chaska. He's a newer know. dude, though. I swear to God, he's only had one or two fights in the UFC. Uh, he cannot have many. Sure. I know he's 27 and 3, but as far as his right. UFC record, and he's another guy that's been knocked out by King Mo. Uh, King Mo's the one guy who's not been in the UFC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this guy's only had one fight in the UFC. Yeah, so he's got a main event now against Dominic Reyes, who fought for the belt. <laughs> I went with Yuri. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did too. I did too. Well, because again, I mean, Dominic, he just needs more fights, man. He needs more fights. He needs to be more. He needs to be in there more. This kid could be a champion, whether at two hundred five or one eighty five. He's got the skills. He's got the mentality. He's just got to be fighting more. The more matchups that he can ultimately get, the be- the better he's going to become, and the more experience he's going to have. He has fourteen fights, man. Yeah, we'll see what happens here, but um, yeah, he's lost his last two, and maybe he can turn it around. But I don't have that happening. Yeah, the only reason I pick Yuri is because I feel like with Dominic's style, he he's going to have a he's very technically sound, and Yuri just does weird shit. <laughs> so I think. He's not going to be prepared for that. John Jones does weird shit, and he lasted quite a while, right? So it can go one of two ways. It could go early and or go five rounds and just be a bloodbath. But I do like this matchup because they're saying that we're putting this Yuri dude to the test. Can he yeah. ultimately get a Han you know, uh, title shot? And it just he reminds me a lot of that uh, Michael Fajera. Oh, wow, yeah. Shell Fajera, yeah. <laughs> just the style, using the entire octagon. And they're going to be in the apex center, which just simply mm-hmm. means smaller, smaller. octagon. So, yes. I mean, Dominic's got these hands, man. And he can, he can do it. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. This is, again, mm-hmm. this is why you got to love the sport, dude. It's, you're always sitting on the edge. I say about uh, Yuri, 24 of his 27 wins by knockout. So that's, yeah, that's dramatic. pretty damn impressive. Yeah, I would say. And he's a, he's a 205-er. Which means if there's a time that comes, he could get a John Jones. He could get mm-hmm. a Israel Adesanya. So very interesting. I don't know. He's got to be successful here because they're putting this this thing on Dominic Reyes mm-hmm. where he could be the gatekeeper for 205. I, I like how you put that. They're, they're putting him to the test. He That's, has to. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, though, is because with like with Kevin Holland, Dominic Reyes is another guy that they will they will still push. Because he still has a potential to turn it around. You see what I mean? Where they they find guys that know for sure. It's like he's just going to be in this one spot. That's how you become the gatekeeper. Whereas these other guys have like Cub Swanson has an opportunity to avoid that. 
he has to be successful against the young up-and-comer. That's just what it is, and that's how it's always been. It's never been different, even before the rankings. You know, Donald Cerrone was the gatekeeper of 170. Mm-hmm. Then he's 155 even, and then he started winning and doing it dramatically, so they pushed him up, right? Stop being the gatekeeper. Well, now he's back down fighting Diego Sanchez. Why? You can map all this shit out. Man. We're not making this shit up on the podcast for the sake of you guys being like, these guys don't know anything. Now well, we know some stuff. We've been paying attention. Well, Yuri's won 11 straight. Now, before then, he was knocked out by King Mo. But, but I'll give him this. When he was knocked out by King Mo, that was part of that Ryzen tournament. When yeah. Ryzen first started. So, and he had another fight that same night that lasted 10 minutes. And then he fought King Mo. Yeah. So he, he actually had a rematch against King Mo at Ryzen 15 and knocked him out in the third round. So I like it. That's what I mean. Uh, the, and also, you don't want Yuri to fall into the position of being that guy, too, who can't be consistent enough to be a champion mm-hmm. like Glover Teixeira, you know, where they get him too late. Like, oh, he's already 30 fights in. And now we sign him. <laughs> it's weird. You know, after 11 fights in a row, they're like, oh, we'll give him a shot. He's got a lot of fights for somebody that's only 28, too. That's the weirdest thing. That You'll never say the same thing about female fights. You'll never see a brand-new female fighter who has 30 fights, ever. That just won't happen. She'll have three or four fights, maybe. And so, most of them, losses. Yeah. You might see a girl get signed to the UFC with no professional fights. <laughs> getting to that point. It's there's going to there's gonna be Sean Shelby and Mick Maynard on the street just being like, you want to be a female fighter? You look tough. <laughs> just going to a fucking Irish pub or some shit. Mm-hmm. Just approaching Dana twice, <laughs> taking Khabib out to dinner. Yeah, dude, it's weird as shit to me. Um, I, it's just disappointing because I, when the UFC brought in female fighters, we had already been through this era of fights where you're mm-hmm. like, let's go. Let's see them knock each other out. Let's see these devastating head kicks because we're going through Rashad Evans, Chuck Liddell, Stefan Bonner, Forrest Griffin, all these – insane bj penn any fight really you know you watch these guys and you're like oh there's girls that do this as well and they've been doing it for years oh but there's really only two successful ones that can stay successful and it's shevchenko and nunez it doesn't matter that rose is the champion Mm -hmm. now defend your title and stop putting pictures of you and your fucking dad on what is it not her dad uh pat barry (laughs) (laughs) creepy man he got up with her when she was 18 i'm pretty sure (laughs) He's make he's talk about grooming, you know. Oh yeah, My he's gosh. groomed her so far. He's shaving her head. Yeah, That's literal groom. <laughs> oh, Why don't you look more like a little boy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, listen, listen. The girls are they, it, girls that have hair. It's just one thing you have to worry about. Another thing you have to worry about in their fighting. Why not just look like a small boy? <laughs> Why not look oh, like an eighth man. grader? Anyways, yeah, man. So we'll see uh, how this card shakes out. I mean, it may be interesting, but it's. It's a little lackluster coming off of that very exciting card that just took place. But we'll see. Well, we'll this. see everything shakes out. There is the the final question on ESPN. Tell me what you picked. It's uh, which uh, of these fights will end the quickest? Oh, oh, I uh, Reyes, Prochase, Prochaka, Cub Swanson, uh, Chikatse. Just get better names. Um, Ian Kutalaba, Jacoby. <laughs> sadly, <laughs> sadly, I went with uh, the Cub Swanson fight. <laughs> I've seen him get knocked out pretty quickly. Me too. Uh, <laughs> Did you really? Uh, and yeah, I swear to God, I literally, that's the first thing I pushed. I was like, what does this even mean? Oh, yeah, Cubs, of course. <laughs> but only tw- only 21% felt the same way. What a bunch of idiots. Wow. Now, you know, uh, uh, how, how much faith you got in uh, in Reyes? 
how many strikes did you uh, see in the main? Did you pick for the main event? Oh, I I I go uh, between ninety nine and one fifty always. Okay, I usually put you know it varies a lot. You know, yeah. I've gone like you know a hundred and four to like forty eight. What this is the lowest I ever put. I put twenty eight. Tall put. <laughs> so we'll see. we'll see. I wonder if anybody's ever hit it with just one. Like yeah. Chris Weidman. I was just you know, thinking about that. Yeah. <laughs> single it's it's been a while since we've seen one shot you know some mm-hmm. a lot of these fights are going pretty long but i don't know i mean i am kind of excited to see this projessic guy you know yuri i want to see him fight again <laughs> i liked his performance mm-hmm. when he first came in he's a wild man just fun to watch anderson silva like but he doesn't get hit mm-hmm. you know? and he oh, knocked yeah. out cb dollaway right before he came to ufc which which i always like yeah the doberman <laughs> <laughs> Because he just looked like a Doberman, not because he fought like one or had that type of aggression. He, you know, he also knew Ryan Bader, so he has that. <laughs> All right, CB Dalloway, get out of here. Now, that'd be funny if we ever have guests and he's one of them. <laughs> it's not gonna uh, happen. He seems like an easy get though. <laughs> what is he up to? You know what? Also, just real quick, even if we don't put this in the episode, that fucking Mike Jackson guy. I'm telling you, go follow Derek Lewis on Instagram. And look at every single post, every video he posts, Mike Jackson, the dude that beat up CM Punk for nine minutes. Oh, that guy. For no reason. Guy. Yeah, the guy that just settled on CM And CM didn't Punk. ever get another UFC fight because that was just such a shitty performance. Because he was fucking terrible. Yeah that's, yeah, that's why. He's like a boom mic operator who turned into a fighter. And now he's, <laughs> he's trying to remain relevant on Instagram by posting on uh, – so what do you all... think is funny comments? Dude, he gets trolled every time. Just go look. Uh, <laughs> people respond out. to him responding. They're like, oh, look at this fucking guy, the guy that beat up CM Punk. They give him shit. <laughs> and then he tries to fight back. He's not good at it. I've gotten into it with him before. And he <laughs> just really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck that guy. All the, all the way to hell. You know what I mean? A scumbag. Who does that? It's like some less real loser shit. Hey, bro, you're not relevant anymore. Stop pretending you're a fighter, bro. He was irrelevant anyway. No, exactly. You didn't do anything to remain. It's like you said. They they pulled someone off the streets, basically. They're like, all right, we need someone to get beat up. We need CM Punk to beat up somebody. Pulling a janitor. Hey, man, come in. Do you have any fighting experience? No, sir. Great. That's just what we're looking for. CM Punk, do your thing. And he's just settled on CM Punk the whole time. He he was probably the guy who was, like like I said, operating the microphones or a camera or some shit, but he wouldn't stop talking to all the fighters. And Dana White, he's like, hey, Dana, hey, I've done jujitsu a few years. Anyway, yeah, I'll I'll just keep filming. You're right. You know, anything goes back to the camera. And then they're like, well, this fucking guy, we need somebody to fill in to fight CM Punk. He won't stop talking about it. All right. What's your name? My it's Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. It you're not just kidding, right? Like just trying to be funny. You seem like a quirky, mm. weird guy. No, that's your real name. Great. This is gonna this is phenomenal. All right, get him some shorts. <laughs> just like that's all it is. You know, Data was so pissed after that. They were looking for someone for CM Punk to beat so they could market him and make a little bit more money off of him. They should have used Batista instead. <laughs> and then the guy the worst possible outcome. Yeah. If he would have knocked CM Punk out, you know, this is the man to knock CM Punk out. You fucking build him up step by step. And they yeah. predicted like 30 times, 30 different ways it could go, and they were like, that was not one yeah, of the ways. Just to settle on him the whole time. And he, yeah. when the fight was over, he was like, man, I, I fucking yeah. whipped CM Punk's Stop ass. Like, Look how strong I am. Yeah. Like, you know, he's Dana still a WWE like, guy, right? Like, it would, I would be even more impressed if it was just a UFC fighter. Mm. He fought just a guy who used to pretend to head kick people. So, 
you're it's worse now because you couldn't finish him and the idea that he was supposed to finish you michael jackson yet he even has esquire on the end what? of his neck you fucking douchebag <laughs> oh my god oh my god i hate him so much I hate oh, him so, much. so you know he's on Derek lewis's post yeah. what up uh, i'm sure he's probably on other fighters post as well <laughs> you check him out that's interesting. I, I also wonder. I, I'm also kind of annoyed that Derek doesn't give him any shit for it. Hey man, get the fuck off my page. He probably doesn't even know who he is. Point exactly. He's just like this guy on Instagram keeps. Yeah. Like, yeah, this fucking guy on Instagram. Who the fuck is this guy? He's not paying attention. To that guy. He's paying he's t- much attention to him as is uh, DC did when I called them out years ago. <laughs> DC calling out Jake Paul. Uh, some yeah. dude, some dude commented underneath Michael Jackson's comments. And he said, this dude used to do stand-up, bah, 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 bah. like he was defending him, saying oh. he, he used to do stand-up. So I commented to that guy, and I said, so does Brendan Schaub. Oh. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so what? Yeah. Get a life. Mm-hmm. That's, what is that? You, I don't know who you show that to. You're like, <laughs> look, Derek Lewis gave me a like when I look funny. Mom, <laughs> that's funny. Like, who the fuck is like, cool, bro? That's so cool. Like, fuck. <laughs> Man, even BJ Penn is calling out Jake Paul now. Come awesome. on, man. Come on. We don't, yeah, we I want, want someone I that can want. beat him. We don't, we don't want BJ Penn in there. Here's what I want. Uh, One of two. I would, I would, if BJ takes the fight, I'm going with BJ, but I uh, almost feel I would take anybody. I would take Jake Paul over anybody else now. I might've still been in high school when BJ Penn last won a fight. When he was still <laughs> successful. <laughs> The fuck did he win a fight last? Uh, well, he's still as bad one as Michael guys, Jackson. He's one of these guys that if I owned a camp and I trained other fighters, I would show mm-hmm. his highlights. I'd be like, look, this is what you got to do. Be aggressive. Be aggressive. <laughs> because the way, bro, Diego Sanchez should have quit. He should have quit. The way he, he was beat the fuck up. He should have realized at that point, I don't know what I'm doing at all. This doesn't make sense because, it, dude, he, he like kicked him in his head while he was holding him against the cage because, like, remember, he went to, like, bend down. Mm-hmm. Diego did to try to, like, uh, swing out, <laughs> turn out off the cage, and BJ threw a kick and hit him, split him immediately with that kick when he leaned down or it was a knee. And then then Clay Guida versus Diego Sanchez. You're like, all right, Diego, that's what you should have did with BJ Penn. That's what I mm-hmm. probably made more sense. That, that fight, too, you're like, geez, that's Hall of Fame worthy, dude. It's already in there. Like, that's the shit. If you think that WWE is the shit, show someone Clay Guida, Diego Sanchez. Show Diego Sanchez, BJ Penn. You'll sway them. It won't be Forrest Griffin, Stefan Bonner. So you're like, who is this eighth grade science teacher fighting <laughs> the guy who works for the UFC still? He's in all the commercials, and he's hilarious. And even Toyota if you're Harris. trying to convert a WWE fan, do not show him anything related to CM Punk in the UFC. <laughs> Try to sway them with Brock Lesnar fights. Or, look, look, we know you like wrestling. This is Daniel Cormier. Like, uh, uh, still kind of. All right, how about Khabib? We'll show you Khabib. Is that is way better wrestling? He beat Conor. You know Conor McGregor, right? Even WWE fans are like, yeah, Conor. Who's Khabib? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> He's a champion, right? Who would have guessed? Dude, Oliveira uh, versus so-and-so for the 55 title. Michael Chandler. <laughs> Because here's what pisses me off. Dude, who do you want to see lose worse? I'm oh, asking man. you. Jake Paul or Michael Chandler? 
Michael Chandler. All the time. Every time. I fucking can't stand that guy. Can't stand him. I, what are you going to uh, do, man? I'm like Michael Chandler versus Nate Diaz or something. Because I have, I also have, yeah, shit. I'm, I'm probably going Michael Chandler. <laughs> but I also think about, he's fighting Oliveira, and Oliveira was so, he looked better than he's ever looked in his last fight. He deserves the belt. He deserves it. But he's also inconsistent as shit with strikers. He gets himself in a position where he can't get you down. If that happens, it's done. Only thing is, is, I don't think Michael Chandler has the bottom. Like, he doesn't have the grappling lower half. Because he hurt his ankle, right? Much like a Jimmy Crute situation, you know? Sean O'Malley. So he is wobbly. Why not? I don't know. I, it's going to be an interesting fight. We'll talk about that yeah. when it comes okay. to fruition. But either way. It's just the UFC, they, they look kind of shitty when fighters come in from Bellator and immediately are very <laughs> successful against top fighters in UFC like, and then top fighters in UFC, they leave. They might be on a little bit of downswing like Benson Henderson. I mean, he was still having success in the UFC when he went to Bellator. Mighty and it looks like shit. Yeah. Mighty you're, mouse. There you go. It's not a good look. man. That thing. It's like if they signed Jordan Burroughs, you know, the wrestler dude, if he ever came to the UFC, you don't have anything to lose by him becoming a champion because he's only coming from being a, a wrestler, right? Whereas a guy who's a champion in another thing and he's never fought in the UFC, another organization that is MMA, it looks bad. They're representing Bellator. You know what I'm saying? It's mm -hmm. no different than Manu Ginobili coming over from Europe and playing in the NBA and murdering dudes. <laughs> you're like, he was 47 when he got signed. You know what I mean? Like this, You're representing the Europe mm -hmm. skill and how they play. And bringing it here, no different than Dan Hooker getting fuck. God damn it, that still makes me so mad. He didn't do anything. He didn't do anything. It's like LeBron gets released and goes and plays in Europe, and everyone's dunking all over him. Right, just, you're representing the NBA. Yeah, and also America. There's so much behind this, and they're not realizing it. So that's why Colby Covington has to beat Michael Cowes because <laughs> he's a patriot. No, uh, I gotta get out of here, man. All right, Sorry man. To be easy out there. All right, take it easy.